It's life on life's terms. What's up, everybody? We're back. This is the first two nights in a row broadcasting live on Facebook, but now we're also on uh, YouTube, potentially. Yeah. Uh, I'm Tom Robinson, and this is the Life on Life's Terms podcast, and I'm a, a grateful recovering addict, and uh, like I always say, um, we're not affiliated with any 12-step program, and I only say that because, you know, we don't want... Uh, any 12-step program to be responsible for anything that happens here. We're not representative of any 12-step program. Uh, although we do love them, uh, we do appreciate them. Um, yeah, well, you know, if anybody out there is a, uh, Yo. a, a tech yeah. person <laughs> and wants to join the team, come on board. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, we make we make millions and millions of dollars every yeah. night on the show. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's why we're all just coming here from work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Chris sport. Vanderbilt. I am a recovering heroin addict. Um, we're here at a New Way Recovery Center in uh, Quincy, Mass. on Quincy Ave. If you are in the Quincy area, you're looking for resources. Um, this is definitely a good place to go. Yeah, come on down. Great people. They have all types of different meetings every day. Um, and a lot at night, uh, they, you know, are very gracious to let us use the space to provide this podcast to you guys. Um, we appreciate that. Yeah. Week in and week out, you know, they, they let us use here. It's been over two years. It's been over two years. Yeah. It's been over two years we've been doing this. Um, you can find our podcast at lolterms.com. Please subscribe. Subscribe for the platform that you use. Uh, we you can subscribe for Apple Android. Um, we're on Spotify, uh, iTunes podcasts, Google Play. You name it. We're, Wherever you get your podcast, we're just like drugs and alcohol. We're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, we did an event last night for uh, Susan Lordy at Buffalo Wild Wings of Brockton. Yeah, um, it was a great time. Thank yeah, you, we get Susan. to sit down with District Attorney Timothy Cruz and Sheriff Joe McDonald. Um, Timothy Cruz, yeah, I could probably, I guess I could equate him to help me get sober. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> I think he was the DA back in the day when I uh, surrendered to this mm. disease and took my time over at Plymouth House Correction. Um, and so tonight we have uh, Paul, uh, Paul Hunt. He's, I heard him share at a, well, no, I didn't get to hear you share. Because yeah, you were shit from the floor, though. Yeah, yeah. He he was supposed late. to be a speaker at an anniversary meeting, and he couldn't make it, so he sent his brother, yeah. uh, Ty, who we've had on. He's 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 our MVP. He's our most. He's been on the most <laughs> out of anybody. MVP. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been he's been on the most out of anyone. I don't know if he's had an hour combined. No, he hasn't but, shown up here to have the real right, hour. He's right. just been there. For he's the just live he's at every event that we go to and yeah. we broadcast from. So you know, shout out to Ty. Yeah. Um, so Paul's going to share his experience, strength, and hopeless. I got to you know listen to him a little bit, and and we hung out outside and, and talked. And you know he's from Boogie Down Broke Town, like I am. And right. uh, can I, I know before we start? Can I just say that I'm just really happy to, to be here and be doing this tonight. You know we haven't had very many lately. We've had mm. a lot of missed weeks, and uh, just glad to be back. Hopefully yeah, we'll get I, back in the groove for Thanksgiving a while. was a weird week. Everything yep. you know it's on Thursday. And, so, Whatever it was, but it's nice to be back. Yeah, so uh, experience, right. strength, and yeah. hope. Right. You're on. Spit All right, it. what's up, guys? I'm Paul. I'm an addict, recovering addict, addict in recovery. Um, Paul, thanks for coming. Yeah, I'm yeah. really grateful to be here. Um, thank you guys for asking me to be here. I, uh, this is important to me because, you know, with my life and how busy I am, sometimes being of service in other areas isn't always that that's why it's we do this it's not that's why we do this so, so you kind of contacted me at the right time yeah um and i try to say yes as much as i, I can um because when i start saying no i become you know i'm in big trouble yeah, exactly um yeah so yeah man i'm grateful to be here um life is pretty good today it wasn't always that way mm-hmm. you know um right and life can still be extremely tough um, yeah, yeah perspective it's is key and what life I, on life's terms right, right. You know? it, so what am i doing on a daily basis to work on my spiritual condition and, right uh, 
you know, work on my uh, point of view. It was, it was funny. I was I was watching your broadcast when you were plowing the other night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably so many people like that. They're like, they're like, wow! I, watched I was like, wow! There's actually a lot of people like, watching wow. this right now. It was like <laughs> ass cracking on. Like, what the no fuck? Kidding. Yeah, it was funny. Well, you got everyone was quiet. Everyone yeah. was quiet. If nobody's ever, if nobody's ever plowed before, they're like, oh, I wonder how this goes. Yeah. yeah. Where were you, Randolph? That's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Randolph, Holbrook, Abington. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was a wild little event. Yeah, and you know, snow meant a lot different stuff to us back in the day <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what i mean right so uh, right I, I wasn't very good at pushing snow back in the day right <laughs> <laughs> a lot uh-huh. better today uh-huh Legally. i hear you yeah um yeah i grew up in brockton uh pretty good upbringing man my parents did the best they could with what they had you right. know um no complaints with the way i was brought up at all um a lot of friends um excelled in sports you know, um, had some great relationships, but always felt alone. Like, yeah. always felt mm. alone. It didn't matter where I was, how many people told me they loved me. Um, I wasn't able to take that love or reciprocate it the right mm. way. Um, so I always felt a little different, man, you know, growing up. And, um, and it showed through my actions because I acted out a lot. Um, you know, like I said, naturally good at baseball. Um, didn't take practice serious. I just had a natural ability. And so what ended up happening is... Um, when I lost baseball, I lost my identity. Yeah, we, that's, uh, we, that's a that's, very big piece. That's what I felt because that I was feel. my validation. Yes. That was my yes. identity. I didn't have any self-worth mm-hmm. off the baseball field. Um, so I can attribute that point in time to when things got really bad for me. So I, what, what caused you to not be able to play baseball anymore? Heroin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So yeah. you started doing dope. Yeah, well, it. I started doing – I tried my – first bag of heroin at 14 years old yeah um and i was actually in a program here in quincy project rebound on the island oh no shit yeah stipulated and uh i like smoking weed that was my thing um smoked it a little obsessively excessively you know what i mean like no we don't do that yeah yeah but um that was my way out got out of my system quicker i could beat drug tests that was my way out you know what i mean oh heroin yeah yeah Yeah, because you what three four days you're good yeah yeah, so long story short, right. man, you know how that story goes. Well, well you're in the, the program for heroin or were you in the program for no, weed? probation. Weed. I couldn't stop smoking weed. I was wow. on probation. Yeah, rebound, so you rebound to- was like, it was kind of like a um, court thing. It was. Yeah. So you went to rebound because you got in trouble yeah. and they were trying to get you off of weed yeah and i found and other drugs picked yeah. up a fucking heroin habit right. yep. brilliant yeah yeah which wow, which that's crazy huh? it's kind of like going to jail you know what i mean yeah. you find yeah, out same deal you find out different different things different yeah. scams different and things young. to do i was young i was yeah, excited exactly. i'm like what do you mean i'm gonna use drugs i like drugs exactly because i yeah. didn't see the consequences the, i didn't see the there was there was no right. thought of putting anything down when you went there like you guys were the bad guys like, yeah they were the be- like this makes me feel good this makes me the best version of myself why are you trying to take this away from me yeah right that's just naive right. young-minded yep. yeah you know um so i ran with that and like any i was resourceful kid you know i knew a lot of people so when i got out i could find it and um it was a lot of fun in the beginning i'll tell you that yeah. right now yeah. very minimal consequences got in a lot of trouble at home my mother would ship me off to different programs and stuff like that. But, um, you know, uh, there wasn't any major consequences or I wasn't aware of them. They didn't affect me as much. Um, experienced a lot of loss within a short period of time. You know, one of my best friends was killed. My cousin, who was like my best friend, was was um, killed in a car accident also. Wow. Um, you know, just a lot of loss. How old were you at that point? 16. Wow. Now, is that the accident I was in? Yes. So, six, six, I believe 16 and 18. Oh, man. Um, I lost two of the most important people to me. And um, that's tough stuff. Right? And, and, yeah, that's and, a real deal. You know, what, what we talk about a lot is traumas. Yes. yes. You know, tra- trauma, trauma can do some serious damage when it comes to right. a drug addict or an alcoholic, and which can steer you that way because 100%. You, don't, you don't know how to deal with it, you don't know how to process it. And, right. this, and this is what I I stuff feelings. I'm a habitual yeah. feeling stuff. Exactly. Me I'm too. a bro, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. 
what was I going to do? I needed to up the ante, right? Yep. I needed to make sure that I wasn't thinking about any of this stuff that was going on. That's right. right? Yeah, so I, I So I dug I've deeper, and I didn't realize the grip it was going to have on me after that. Mm. Um, oh, my word, yeah. Yeah, you like, I think this stuff should be part of, like, fucking health class. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, okay, if you do opiates... You do them for a continuous amount of time. This is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to feel like, right. you know, because kids are getting involved in this shit and they have no idea. No clue. Adults get involved in this and have no idea. Right. Well, I think I think it's it, uh, any mind altering drug. I mean, if if you're using something that's a chemical, you know, thing to as a crutch not to deal with life. It ends badly, like one hundred percent of the time. You know what I well, mean? It could be anything. Now that I'm clean, yeah, I don't need to take drugs to make my life unmanageable. Oh no, I mean, no, sure, yeah, that. yeah. You know, I can <laughs> still fall into those patterns. Absolutely, man, of, of absolutely you can use you can use behavior. money, you can use women, right. you can use food, you can use right. working out, working out too much. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It's your phone. We staying can, up too yeah. late. Waking up late for work. Ah, I got to be up in three hours. Fuck it. Little, yeah, wait a minute. A little more. Yeah. You know? yeah. Let me get out of this rabbit hole that I'm I'm like 17 pages in. I don't even know whose page I originally clicked on right. anymore. Yeah. You, you ever get, you get like those that like, uh, I get, sometimes I get like the feeling of, um, I don't know if it's quite depression, but it's a real mild, almost like, like, uh, yeah, I, think I don't care, I, something like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like not up for anything, you know? Yeah. And you just... Just want to sit there and dive into videos or That's whatever. That's the dis-ease of addiction. Exactly. Yeah, it is the dis-ease. And Dis- it discontent. And discontent. It doesn't go away. It doesn't, it, it's, that's why it's like a constant vigilance. That's why they, they right. you know, we talk about that so much. It's just because this is like a daily reprieve. Right. right? It, it only takes a few days of me not looking at me internally for me to feel like something's wrong when nothing's wrong. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, I think it'd be going the best, the, everything the best in the world, but you just, just not into it. You know, yeah. you have those moments. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You yeah. just like, all it. right, I gotta, I gotta go into fucking, you know, watch some YouTube for about an hour. You know, right? Something, it's gonna help. Anything. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Watching like stupid cat videos or yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, people crashing and hurting themselves, and you're like, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> fucked up. We're fucked up. So uh, anyway, 16. now you have. No baseball. No, he's people died. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the baseball disappeared right away. You know, I was mm. getting high in the porta parties. I was staying up all night pitching, dehydrated on the bench. You know, my teammates pouring water. I mean, no one knows what's wrong with me. I'm dying. You know, um, yeah. this hidden thing, you know, this hidden thing going on with me that no one knows. And quite honestly, no one would understand. Um, so it wasn't even worth talking about, you know. Um, so that kind of evaporated. My identity evaporated, really, and it was just like, who am I? And then the loss came, yeah. and uh, I just didn't deal with it well. I just ran hard, and, um, you know, my story is, you know, my mother didn't put up with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. My mother's like zero taught, like, all right, kid, you know, you want to you wanna use drugs? See you later. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you want to um, fuck your life up? Go do it on your own time. Thank God for that. She was very, very stern and and very consistent when it came to disciplining me um, throughout my addiction and holding me accountable and knowing the signs. You know, she was good. Like she I couldn't get by on her at all. And so Um, that was that was you felt that was helpful. Oh, extremely at helpful. the time, no. So not at the time, but not the, then. Now, she was my worst. So that's the. That's looking the, back, so it's like the, my worst enemy, right? Growing up yeah. with my mother, because she was just getting in the way. Yeah, like, that's what I thought. She's getting in the way of me just running smooth through. That. I was getting in my way, but I was like, my mom. Yeah, is getting because it way. always has to be someone else. And then I get clean, find recovery, get better, and she's my hero. Yeah, right? yeah because yeah. I understand. Because I also because right. I see people being enabled. That's and I a see gift. what it does to them. It yeah, keeps them recovery, stuck yeah. for so long. Um, right. You know, so my mother was like, you know, so homelessness is part of my story. Homelessness for a few. I was never comfortable homeless. Some people are. Um, that was never like my thing. It's not a thing for me. Like I wasn't like, oh, yeah, let me just hang out here right. in the cold. I usually just went into treatment, went to a psych ward, went into somewhere where I could get a little bit of st- stability. And with good intentions. I always had good intentions. That's, yeah. Like I know some people that are just like comfortable with that light. I was never comfortable, man. I was never comfortable. I was using for effect to distract myself. Um, but if I could find a way out, I was 
was going to get out of it, you know. And uh, yeah. I always was pretty optimistic that someday, maybe, because I was the kid with the potential, you know. Yeah. The good kid. Paul's such a good kid, you know. Um, you know, so I uh, was homeless for a little while. Ended up meeting someone that was on the methadone clinic. Yeah. So you took a hostage. So I was like, hmm. And she'd cheek her dose for me to get me off E. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this stuff ain't bad, you know? Mm. You know? But at the same time, I'm like, man, maybe this can get me off the streets, get back in my, my parents' house, and maybe, like, formulate some kind of, like, life for myself. And, and if used properly well, that's, and explained to the individual properly right. of, of what their protocol is or what. Right. Because I've, I've heard time and time again people like, all right, I do not want to be on this long term. I need to detox. It's going to help me do that. Right. No, you need maintenance. You it's need a, maintenance. It's an effective tool if it's used the right way. It's right. meant to be short term. Too many people are on it. You know, that stuff is hard to get off of. And and hard. from what I hear, I don't know, but I hear Suboxone is even worse. It's it's the same type of thing. Because yeah. you got to think, you're getting the same measured dose every day. Mm-hmm. It's like this consistent dosage, right? So the withdrawals are more powerful, you know? Like, yeah, you know, they are. Yep. You, you're using dope or, or that's why OCs were so, you know, because it's a consistent dosage. Usually yeah. you do a little less here and there, but, you know, you're using heroin. It's like you don't even know what you're getting most exactly. days. Exactly. You know, so it's a tough, It's and it's synthetic, so it's just a, it's a tough tough kick but um i got on it and it was like a miracle it worked wonders for me yeah. it did you know i i got back in my parents house i uh started working like a job i was showing up for the job you mm-hmm. know i was doing landscaping like that was what those are the only people that would take me really it's so tough though like all right i gotta be to work at six now i gotta get up at four thirty. i gotta get to the van oh yeah you know what i mean oh. like Yep. Liquid handcuffs. Yep. Liquid handcuffs. Yeah, well, my boss would work, kind of work around that. He understood. Yeah. You know, he. You know, he had a lot of uh, hope. Like I don't know. He liked me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he was like, "All right, he's doing better. Let's give him a little bit." And that's that's the thing. Like they realize that we're not shit bags. Right. Some we're, of them. We're, yeah, we're just we're caught up. You know that we were talking about it last night. You know, there's there is still a huge stigma. Yeah. About this, and and I think now that people are recovering out loud. And 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 oh. then and then people you know you get uh, these people that oh they're like oh drug addicts and alcoholics that's disgusting but then their family member gets hit with it mm. and, and now they're like okay what what do I do well, you know that's everyone's right. impacted by this now yeah everybody it's I don't not care like it was ten years ago right. everyone knows someone or is related to someone yep that or lost someone suffers from this disease the thing I was thinking of like. We're not shitbags. Well, I mean, who is really a shitbag? Hitler. I guess Hitler was a shitbag. You could say that. Right? It's yeah, pretty yeah. awful person. I mean, but it's, <laughs> it's mostly, uh, you know, it's mostly the actions that you take in life, you know? One right. thing, you know, you put one good... <laughs> One good action in front of another, and you know, eventually you're not a not a shitbag anymore. I right. mean, we had shitbag behaviors. Yeah. Yes, sure. exactly, and that's right. the thing. It's it's the behaviors. the behaviors. You know, you can't be upset at the individual. You know, you have it. It's it's the behaviors because right. we're we're doing what we need to do to to accomplish the goal, and the goal is to not be sick. For me, it was right to right. not be sick. Right, but there has to be some level of accountability. Yeah, too. Ty's talking about you. You missed a dose of 15 perks and pitched a complete game. <laughs> he's, I think he's tagging your mom, too. <laughs> Trying to tag your mom with the post. You know, he's kind of on time for yeah. showing up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think some level of accountability, too, though. It's yeah, like, that's what I was because, trying to think. It's got to be because something. Because if we're too... Um, not so, I don't want to say soft on this. Coddle. You can't coddle an addict. That's because, for sure. Yeah, because it because what happens is it takes away responsibility, right? There's no initiative to change, right? Mm, um, so right. there needs to be some – set some kind of precedent for it. Yeah. But understanding, too, that the things I did when I was using, I would never even think about when I was clean, too. Right. Um, right. But that doesn't, that doesn't take away the fact that we did these things. Right. right. And, and – um, and people are out there doing them now. You know yeah. what I mean. But the but the idea is that uh, you can be a person of dignity and honor. Mm. You know, uh, on, the, on the other side. Absolutely. You know what I mean. And and that's and that's a worthwhile thing to to want to be. Right. 
because not only do I have the respect of people in my life, I have my self-respect, mm. which is, that's huge. You know what I mean? Just like you said, though, it's, it's practice. It's repetition, right? Repetition yeah. creates, creates these, these and, and, behaviors. And that's why, you know, when, when you, you know, people initially get on, Matt, like it gives them some type of regularity to their life. I just didn't want to be in the cold, right? Yeah. And I was sick of seeing people that I grew up with, and they acted like they didn't know who I was. Yeah. That yeah. shit hurt me. You know what oh, I mean? Listen. Um, guys I played baseball with. I was just, guys I, you know. Like, you know, because I'm, I'm walking into the bar, and it's not to see the people. It's to sell what I got. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I kind of understand, because, like... It got to the point where my brother was didn't even want anything to do with me mm-hmm. just because he couldn't watch me do what I was doing right. to myself. And you're a liability. Yeah. You're a flight risk. Yeah. Complete it's, flight risk. It's crazy. Yeah. You yeah. know, but we get bent out of shape about it. And it just keeps us, it keeps the fuel. Yeah. It's fuel. Yeah. To just keep going yeah. and fuel for and the, for the For the, trying to escape the feelings. Right. Feelings of, of right. not liking yourself. You know, we're feeling victimized and it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what's the point? You know, yeah. You know. You know, Everybody, nobody loves me. Yeah, Everybody you know? tells yeah. me I'm a shitbag, and the loudest voice telling me I'm a shitbag is my own. Yeah, right, oh, right. And uh, how do you get? How do you dig out of that? Well, you, I mean, you can get out of that in in uh, you know five, four, three, two, one after fucking hitting. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Or you can go to to rehab and stick it out and just decide that you're going to put one foot in front of the other until until you know something's different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's work, you know. It's work. People are scared. It's work. People yeah. are scared. Right. Of work. Right. That's, that's. I mean, we're doing something to not look at ourselves. So now they want us to put the stuff down that we're using to not look at ourselves yeah. and look at ourselves. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Very scary. Right. You know, scary. petrifying. Right. Petrifying. Yeah. I was scared to let people know who I really was because I thought they wouldn't like me. When in fact, mm. who I really was was my greatest asset to people. Right. Right. And it's right. like that's how like delusional we become an addiction. Um, thinking we don't have any value, we don't have anything to offer anyone, you know. Like, but it's that's where it wants us. But exactly, that's that's I was just going to say yeah. that's where it wants us, yeah. so that we continually go back to it. Yeah, yeah ten, right. ten good things about yourself. As soon as you hear the one bad thing, that's the one you focus. Oh, on. Oh yeah, that's an addict. One oh shit, yeah. wipe out a thousand attaboys. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. it, and and we focus on that one thing, right? When. You know, we could be told over and over again the good things about ourselves. Yeah. You know, but until we th- tell ourselves the good things and we believe the good things, it nothing. Yeah. It, it's not going to make a difference at that's all. That's for sure. So, yeah. You you ha- we have to believe it about ourselves. Right. That's the important part. And and that's where a lot of people struggle. Mm. You know, because addiction can like strip every ounce of dignity and self worth and self esteem, and it can take a very long time. To get it to, back. To get that to get back. It, yeah. You know, or you can trust the process and, and do what needs to be done and, you know, it can it can come back pretty quick, you know? Yeah. But it, I don't think people see see it enough. But, I mean, now now that it's – recovery is pretty mainstream now. It is. You know? Um, it is. Every day it's like an actor pops up on my phone it's like, oh – 10 years sober 10 years yeah. and yeah. most of the times it's it's the people I like <laughs> you know yeah. like, oh that dude I love that dude movies right. you know course, what I mean yeah. and then you find out they're all in recovery yeah. yeah, you know yeah but anyway so where were we yeah, yeah so <laughs> so you know I got on the methadone clinic right yeah. and yeah, it yeah. was like it was a temporary solution for me right um, did a lot of good for my life mm. um I had great intentions, man. I was feeling hopeful about it, right? Because I was able to live some kind of normalcy for the first time in my life, man. And I wasn't right. doing the things that the other people were doing on the clinic. I wasn't eating the Johnnies. I wasn't taking the, you know, I wasn't taking the cocktail. I wasn't trying to get high. I was trying to be somewhat normal. And um, what ended up happening, and I'm glad that it's not like this anymore, like um, recovery, you know, NAAA have become a lot more acceptable to people that are on maintenance, right? Uh, on drug replacement therapy. You know, um, when back then they were transitioning, right? So it's like you would still hear a lot of people sharing about how you're not clean or whatever. Yeah, else. Yeah, so this yeah. impacted me because I knew that methadone alone wasn't going to sustain me, yeah. right? I knew that I needed something else. I understood that it was an inside job. I had been coming around meetings for long enough to know. That methadone wasn't the end-all, be-all, right? Right, right. But that affected me being in a meeting 
feeling like I'm doing good for the first time, walking through some fears, doing key tags, doing doing yep, some yep. things just to hear someone tell me that I'm not clean. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, um, it does. Yeah. That doesn't. Uh, that doesn't. Uh, it's get, detrimental to yeah, the person. You know, it's no benefit to saying that to someone. It's not. It's not. And that. And maybe a sidebar thing. You know, with your with your sponsor. Or, you know, if you right. sponsor. Yeah. You know, and it's not even. But not like that either. Because right. it's not right. about what you say. It's about how you say it too. Right, yes. it's because yeah. there's, there's ways of uh, presenting someone, someone, you know, as a hey, you know, maybe you should, you know, it's a suggestion yeah. and not like a hey, this is what you are and this is what you aren't. Um, yeah. So I was like, damn, I don't belong here. Yeah. Right. So I yeah. started shying away from that, and then loss hit me again. Um, my godfather, you know, my uncle Mark um, passed away. He had, you know, he had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. He caught pneumonia and he died. Wow. Um, and he was like, you know, the rock of my family and uh, my mentor for business because I had this little landscape. I, well, I was on the clinic. I had this little, you know, I got a little 10-foot trailer and a, put, you know, like a skag yeah. belt mower, like something corny. But it was like I made some decent income with it. I had this yeah. little business, right? So he would mentor me, you know, he'd tell me about credit. And, like, you know, he was just that guy. He'd listen to me and he'd give me direction. And I lost him. And again, and I was coming down on my dose at the time. mm so I was starting to feel feelings again. Yeah, right. And I didn't have an outlet because I stopped going to And you're not connected no more. Wow. I'm alone. I'm alone now. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I couldn't sleep at night because I was drawing. And um, it's all started with a clonopin. One clonopin to sleep. To sleep. To sleep. Oh, I just yeah. need some sleep. Just to sleep, man. Sucks. And that was my true intentions. And um, long story short, it didn't end with the clonopins. Yep. Um, you know, I went on a, you know, a, a, a pretty extreme, you know, benzo and cocaine run. Um, yep. That landed me behind the wall. And, and and now during this, you stopped going to the van, or are you doing that still? I was doing that too. I was yeah. just you know, so now now you got this cocktail, just mind erases, everything, methadone, like, right. And I'm doing dangerous amount of, of heroin as well because I'm trying to break through my dose. Yeah, yeah. It was just, a, you know, Deadly. Big, the big guy's been looking out for me for a long time. Yeah. And there's no there's no doubt about that, man, because uh, I'm a pig. Did you do significant time? Is that what you're saying? I did two years. Oh, two years. That's significant if you're doing yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, for at <laughs> first, I mean, I wasn't. But you weren't upstate. You weren't. You no, weren't, yeah. no. But, um. But still, man. Still, two years is two years. Yeah, I don't know two years is two that. years. It was an embarrassing crime. It happened in my family's hometown. You know, um, you know, I was on Mass Most Wanted. You know, my mother identified wow. me on Mass Most Wanted. You know, we wow. had like it was a big to do, man. Wow, it was a big to do, and um, but it was right. the greatest thing that ever could have happened to me because I was really upset with my mom for turning me in. Um, and this <laughs> is where I'm kind of getting back to where, you know, where I was talking about earlier how she's my hero. Um, you know, I'm kicking the clinic. I didn't sleep for 60 days. It was like rough. Wow. You know I mean? People were trying to force feed me honey buns. And oh, trust me. Yeah. And they're like, dude, you got to eat something. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, Ugh. You know I was in I there mean? with a dude. He was kicking 180 oh, milligrams. Yeah. And yeah. I, like, I heard this noise in the bathroom. I'm like, what is that? It was him in there retching, just like trying to oh, throw oh. up. And he had, I'm like, bro, I don't have nothing, but you tell me what you need and I will get it for you. I right. promise you. Like, I could. Just watching him, you know, and I had kicked heroin in the same unit. Different. But. Different thing. Like, just watching these people not sleep, and it's like, fuck. Well, it was like, was like twice. I remember I went in. I, like, came to in Quincy Courthouse. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? What happened? And I had to go upstairs, and I think the DA was, like, talking about me like I was Dillinger. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, this how, is. How fearful oh is like you you come to behind bars like what the f how well this is so i'm like oh my mom i see my mom and i'm like oh she cares you know i'm like yeah. she cares. she's here for me yeah then she gets up <laughs> on a like witness a stand <laughs> 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 but it's because she like, cares yeah. twenty five thousand. i'm like that might as well be a million exactly you know? yep. so i'm i know i'm doing i thought i was doing football numbers so now yeah. i'm thinking about oh, yeah. i'm gonna have to kick the clinic and i have to kick this benzo habit and i'm oh. gonna and you know and i'm gonna have to deal with me for the first time in a long long time once this all goes away mm. and two years did cause that to happen i'm sure mm. oh yeah. yeah and um 
you know, so. So now, was there any type of treatment, any type of detox for you, or did you just kick cold everything? I went down to medical, and they, tra- they tra- I mean, you know, they give you clonidine, like blood pressure yeah. medication. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, you know. Oh, my God. But the, fun- the funny thing about methadone is I thought Awful. I was good for like a week. I was like, wow, this ain't even bad. Like, I'm like, it's oh, just, yeah? I yeah, then it, that. then it oh, all comes out of so your system. The, dude, three weeks went by. I was getting sicker as the weeks went by. And wow. I'm like, I just remember, oh, like, no. I'd, I'd take showers all day. Yeah. Like, yeah, during, during yeah, wreck. Yeah. You know, That's we'd be all you out, can I'd sit that. in, like, the plastic chair in the shower, dude. Just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, awful. And I just plead with God, if you just let me sleep, I'll never use again. You know? Mm. <laughs> If you just let me sleep, I'll never use again. And, uh, you know, I'd like to say that's where it ended for me. But, you know, I started feeling good. I started hitting the pull-up bar, man. I started hitting the handball court. I started hanging out with the guys that I want. You know, yep. it's just the yep. the same old thing. Yeah. No, no one was looking for any type of recovery. Let's put it that way. Right. And yeah. I got what I got because of that, you know. And I can't believe you didn't get to go to, like, Bridgewater, you know. Yeah. For 30 days no uh, they detox. don't no they're just i heard they're doing they're introducing some more like detoxing strategies yeah yeah the, um libriums yeah joe mcdonald libriums. was talking about it last night yeah which is good and, and it's a bad I mean, it's like proof. i don't know which i mean it's it's a more humane thing to do right but nothing for nothing i'm glad i remember that mm-hmm. oh me too i'm glad i remember that me too because i don't ever want to forget that you know and i've you know, luckily I haven't. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's just crazy. See, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't fear the suffering as much as I fear the uh, or respect the control that uh, it had over me. You know what I mean? I respect mm-hmm. the the power of the di- addiction itself. Yes. How I was like, all right, well, I'm doing. I'm not going to be sick. I'm doing what I need to do to get some. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's that's what scares me. Yeah. Uh, the blind is the lengths that you'll go just yeah. to feel better right feel better yeah whatever that means yeah exactly yeah. i mean i used to i remember because i always i always just tried to go to work and that was my whole hustle i remember you know i would be puking in the morning before work puking and, and like being on the bathroom floor and 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 not being able to get up for 10 minutes mm. and then like that would subside a little bit i'd get myself on my feet and i'd drive to work you know what I mean? And that's, yeah. that's living like that every day. Now, that's pretty much torture, right? Yeah, pushing, you know I mean? trying to push through. <laughs> yeah, but uh, to me, uh, that's, not what, that's not what I think of. I think of if I ever try to go down that road a little bit, I know that it's a whole lot of bit that's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's powerful, strong. It comes over you, and you, you know, it's, it's not no joke, nothing to mess with. You know what I'm saying? It's scary. Yeah, so... So there's drugs in jail. Of course. Oh, there is? <laughs> you know, guys are going, oh, there's more drugs in jail in the streets. I, I don't know I don't what know streets you live on. It's not that crazy. <laughs> right. People say that all the time. Like, yeah. But it's not that bad. But when they come, they come. And mm-hmm. when you don't have any defense, exactly, know, like a guy like me that mm. suffers from the disease of addiction, yeah. I'm going to do anything to either fit in, feel better, do, you know. So eventually I started using. I started using Suboxone's in jail. Yep. And um, up until about six months until my release, and uh, I surrendered in jail. Ooh. I surrendered in wow. jail. And I didn't have a habit like that. It wasn't like that. Um, yeah, because, I mean, you would have to have fat canteen. For, yeah. You it know. wasn't like the dawn of the block. You know, yeah. I wasn't like running, you know, it, it's that wasn't the thing. It was just people would hit me off, you know, because yeah. they liked me. They'd be like, yeah, 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 you know, it was like one of them things. Yeah. But it was no good for me. It was a setback each right, cause, time. Because I'm like, man, I'm getting out. You know, you know. Oh, yeah. I, See, I get, you know, the healthy uh, fear of the power mm-hmm. of the addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I surrendered, man. I went to the drug block. I got into the drug block, and uh, it was the greatest thing that could have happened to me. Um, at first, I didn't take it too seriously. The commitments would come in, and um, no one would participate in these commitments. And I always felt bad. Like, I always wanted to be in there because I'm like, man, because I knew about recovery. Right. You know, these guys are taking time out of their day to come into this institution and share with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one would go in there, you know, and... Um, no one would go to the commitment from the jail. 
right, from the drug law. It wasn't block. mandatory because no. they couldn't make it mandatory. Right. Right. The other groups that meant nothing were mandatory. Right. But the one that could actually save your life. Right. Wasn't because it's politics, you know. And, and so these people come in at night. They're coming in on their own accord right. to help somebody. Right. The yeah. ones during the day. You have to attend, or these people ain't getting paid for you going to them. Right, right. You know, so yeah. that's the big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that no one's showing up to this recovery meeting. Mm. You know, as long as you go to Triggers Group and you go to fucking relapse prevention, like, then they're going to get paid. Right. Because yeah. you're basically an invoice and you, you attended this drug program, so they're going to get a little bit more money for you for, you know, right. a little while. It's, it's wild. It's a. It's, it's sad, but it's the fucking truth. Yeah. They ended up shutting down that drug block. But so this is how it kind of went. I, there was this kid that I didn't know him well. I had a few conversations with him throughout my time in there. And, uh, mm. you know, I had uh, talked to him a few times. He was going to pre-release. And he came up to me and gave me a Just For Today book kid doesn't know me from a hole in the wall and i wasn't talking recovery while i was in there right right i was i was mending and molding and you know just surviving i was yep. surviving in yep. the, the best way i could yeah and um just for today so that was my NA. first that was my first god shot right there got that i'm like why me you know mm. and um i kept it because you know you got the yoga mat on the steel bunk that's what it is. It's like a yoga mat with exactly. a built-in pillow. Yeah. But I had a little room for books on the side, yeah. and I kept it there. So what that did for me is every time I woke up, it would remind me to read it. And then what that reminded me to do was to pray. And I started with simple things like this. And then I had the balls to walk into that room during commitment. Alone. Mm. Alone, huh. man. And sit in. And things started happening in my life, in my life and people around me. Because people would walk by. First, they'd climb. Oh, oh, they'd yeah. do that. But then you could see they're starting to think. They're like, maybe I should be in there. If Paul's, you know. You know. Yeah. And um, it was kind of cool. So fast forward, man. Like, I started taking these steps. And um, my life started transforming. And God started delivering for me. And I say God. If God makes you feel uncomfortable, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just that the universe. Let's just say the universe. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it was just like, I finally was taking some initiative and taking some steps to better my life, and things started getting easier for me. Right. I started feeling hope for the first time. I started feeling like I could be somebody. I could be about something when I got out. I could do something with my life, and then that fueled me to do more. You know, and um, so you know, for the last six months, I uh, I went hard in the recovery, man. I stopped worrying about what he was in for. I stopped spending so much time on the whist table. I stopped yeah. spending so much time on the handball court. I mean, that's real. I kind of kept to myself. I stayed in the literature. I read a lot of literature. And um, when I got out, I knew exactly where I, where I needed to go. And um, that's that was the beginning of... Now, any of those people that came thing. in on these commitments, were they... You know, did they reach out to you and say, you know, when you get out here, when you get out of they, here? They always did, but I don't yeah. really remember that. I mean, they were from, I mean, so I was in Dedham. I'm from Brockton. Okay. So they were yeah. more out there, you know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and NA's always been my thing. I like AA too. I'm open to it. I have a, a, a brother that's in AA. Um, I go to a lot of meetings with him. I'm not like one fellowship or anything. I'm very open minded to right. different, right. different um outlets of recovery yeah you know uh, personal development like i'm just into it all yeah no one has a monopoly yeah. on this and just like god yeah. like i i believe in your god just as much as i believe in my god because i see what he's doing in your life right. right so i would be naive to say that my god is the only god because how's your god working you get what i'm saying so yep. that's just yep. the way that's my opinion on it but um yeah, so I didn't end up seeing any of them, but I knew what I wanted to do. I had a plan. I started to make a plan for the first time in my life, you know, mm. like, um, which was huge for a guy like me. You right. Know? I'm actually planning. And I decided to go to a recovery house. I didn't have to. I wasn't stipulated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I had um, a year of superior court probation when I got out um, and, you know, drug tests, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't stipulated to do any of that. Um chose to do it and it was the best decision i made you know because i was able to like get into the step work immediately and um dude my life got really good my life got extremely good um now how what did you do you did uh private insurance no you didn't have no insurance right so what did you do 
with the so would you paid. go to a sober house? No, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, so sober you had to house. pay. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, yeah. we call it recovery house. Yeah, yeah. NA's recovery. House. It's weird how they. Yeah, have I know language. Okay, weird language. Yeah. And, and it's so, it, but it's funny, right? You hear someone talk, and you know what where they're at. Where they're at. Yeah. Well, you know we where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right. but yeah. like for me, I've. It doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. It all. It does. It, it's funny because it used to matter to me. But it was mm-hmm. just people pleasing. That's right, really all right, it is. right. Oh God, I can't say this in front of him because he's yeah. like, I don't even care no more. Like, I'm just like, do whatever. I don't care if collecting teddy bears keeps you clean. Do that shit, right? All right, the time, that's right? right. Yeah. Do lots time, of all, it. No, yeah. really, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm just a big advocate of doing whatever makes you happy. Um, so you went out. You got out. Got the sober house, and you started working landscaping. Started working landscaping. I couldn't find a job, man, and and. Uh, I was on the bat bus. Yeah. You know, yeah. with my earbuds in, like, right. filling out applications at like Foot Locker at the mall. And, like, oh, man. And I I'm just like, that. ah, you know, whatever. But a job's a job. I had my own business. Right, right. So I'm like, <laughs> I had a trailer and a mower. Right. <laughs> but, so, but one of my old cellmates, good friend of mine, kid from Weymouth, he was a good, really good kid. Um, he's doing very well now himself, too. Reached out to me, heard I got out. Hey, you said you used to do landscaping, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, we need someone to drive the truck. Like, we need a foreman. And then it was just like, yeah. Like, what are the chances? You know what I mean? And um, I started to, I, I started to find a little bit of identity, confidence, self-esteem. Um, I started to stand up for myself. Yeah. Right. So even at the job, I'm like, I need a race. I'm running this business for you. I demand a raise. I would have never. I was always like, oh, yeah, you know, right. very <laughs> settle for less. Yeah, settle. Wow. Yeah. So that's what recovery started to give me. It started to give me some confidence, man. Mm-hmm. I started to find out that I'm capable of more than I ever ever dreamed of being capable right. of. Right. So I started making some decisions, man. And uh, man, like, uh, I mean, my story's crazy. It's a long story, but I, I don't want to. I mean, I don't know how much time we got. You, you know, got about I, I 20 minutes left. 20 minutes, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so man, I, I, I got married. You know, I had kids. Mm. Um, I ended up stepping out and starting my own business, man. And I started off with 30 customers, you know, and it was oh, a That's dream. pretty good to start off with. And it was a dream. I, I bought out one of my old bosses. That yeah. boss that was always good to me back in the day ended yeah. up reaching out to me out of nowhere. Hadn't talked to him in years saying he wanted to give me his company because he was following me on Facebook. Wow. That's wow. God. That's recovery. So this is the stuff I'm talking about. Like life... You know, I mean, life's still life. Bad stuff still happens. But exactly. for some reason, when you put good energy out into the universe, it seems to reciprocate that. Uh, what, hey, whatever yeah. you think about, whatever you watch, you know, like, if, if you're always focused on negative, you're going to get negative. 100%. If you, if you focus on, now. like, and that's the thing, like, your diet doesn't consist of what you eat. Right. It's what you consume. It's what you watch. It's right. what you put out there into mm. the world. And if you're always like Debbie Downer, like that's what you're gonna get, right? You know, yep. sometimes I agree. stuff happens because it has to mm. to get you to where you need to go. You know what right. I mean? So things. So, so my story is a lot, a lot like a lot of other people who became successful in recovery, mm. right? Um, unfortunately. Life got really good for me. Mm-hmm. Life got really busy. I now had a responsibility to take care of a family, right? I now had employees. I started the business. The business grew. I doubled sales. I doubled sales. And then I got 120 customers. And, you know, I got, you know, a good a crew. You know, I got all this stuff. Mm. Get, look at me. I all this stuff. Buy a new vehicle, a couple trucks. Right. All that exterior stuff. Stuff. Yes. That, that, that almost distracted me. From my reality, it was like the shiny stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. It was, <laughs> and uh, and it works for a while. It works. worked for a year. A year, I stepped back from meetings, and uh, would pop oh, in. Yeah. But you know, become I become, you know, um, become resentful. Mm. You know, that's where it wants you. Really? Yeah. So you start stepping away oh why isn't this one reaching out to me? you ain't doing nothing to reach out to them right oh these people don't and that's i haven't been to a meeting in a year and no one's reached out to me 
<laughs> you know what you've done, bro. Yeah. What do you yeah. done? Right. Right. Self-centered. Yep. Self-seeking. Yep. Self-seeking. Self-centered. Yeah. So and, uh, crazy. Man, it caught up to me. I had one day I thought I could be normal. Again. Mm. Had that day. I hit that. Came to that point that I never thought I'd get to again. After a baseball game, I started playing baseball again too, which is pretty oh cool. shit. Um, but I was hurting myself all the time, so I don't play anymore. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, I'm a 15 year old still, but I'm actually 31. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, so oh, after man. a baseball game, the young kids are drinking and uh, reach over and give me one of those. Give me one, yeah. Give me one. One Corona, one Corona, and that's all I had. But I'll tell you what happened. I planted seeds. I'll tell you what happened. Is I knew I was in trouble immediately because I was immediately wondering why they were taking so long to drink this. Mm-hmm. Oh, and really? I'm like, oh <laughs> boy! Yeah. And I had already given right. up my clean time. Right. So. Might as well. Long story short, man, I suffered a relapse last year. You yeah. Know, and it was I had yeah. to. Cr- I literally. Cr- so how much time did you have? Did you just under four years? Yeah. Just under four years, and um, I gave it back. And today, man, I'm not bitter about it. It has opened incredible doors, man. Like, um, I don't look at it as failure. I look at it as an experience. I look at it as a lesson. Mm -hmm. Like, um, Well, you got to come back. Right. 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 That's huge. I got to come back. So I'm grateful for that. And I got to know what not to do. You get what I'm saying? Yes. It made me appreciate the little things in life. Yeah. My time with my children. Ego. 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 Easing God out, man. Yeah. 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 Fitzy's my guy. What's up, Fitzy? Yeah. It's... We don't even realize that we're doing it. Right. Like, we do to some degree, but it's so easy to, like, just yeah. push that off. I don't have time. I don't ha- I what can't. What do you no. mean? Look at, look at what I got to do. Look yeah. at, my, like, all my responsibilities. Like, oh, you just want me to lose it. You know, and it's like this. And, 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 and if I you. Be- I'm, I'm, I stop believing my own bullshit. Yeah, you do. And now I'm just like, I got a wall up. No one can tell me nothing. And, 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 and I have a good way. I put on that murder one face. You know, people, unapproachable. Yeah, I, I can yeah. put that on real quick, and people will be like, they won't even pull me up on anything. They're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Really yep. So how long did this relapse last? Oh, like, let me see. Did you go back to your drug of choice? No. I didn't even touch well, heroin. Good. Methamphetamines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I've seen a lot of people that That's were heroin addicts, but they were scared of what was out there. That's... I didn't scared even think of, about it. To be scared honest. of what was out there and yeah, how different it was, so they they go to something else, and yeah. it's the same fucking shit, dude. It's like switching seats on the Titanic. You're going down regardless. It's the devil doesn't matter That's where the you devil. sit. That drug is had me by, bad, like this. It's a bad it's like drug. everything's all right. Uh huh. Just stay in your house and yeah. do this. I did. I did be that before heroin. That's literally yeah. all. It I is. did. I did meth before heroin. Right. Fucking. Ugh. So I didn't lose my like I. My my guys stepped up, my employees. Man, it was like a real scary place. And like I'm just being transparent, like where it was. I'm not gonna get into much detail, but it was right, like right. just give to paint a picture of what I was doing. Yeah. I was putting a sandwich bag, throwing it off my balcony every morning at five AM with my credit card, with my truck keys and with a list. No one heard my voice for like three months. I text wow. and that's it. Wow. I text and that's it. Just in my wow. dungeon. Dude, you know, and remember. then having to be faced with the reality, my children, I'd have to see my daughter. Mm. And I'd have oh these moments gosh. where I'd break down and I'd cry and I'd say, oh your daddy's God. a loser. And I'd say all these things. And um, man, if it wasn't for my, my brother, Section 35, me, man, unsolicited Section 35. <laughs> not, <laughs> unsolicited. Even a not even like, hey, you want to go to detox? It was just like Abington police. And I'm like, <gasps> you know, uh, what? Yeah. they're out there. Um, Dude, I remember doing that drug. And um, I was, awful, I was awful up, drug, up for two days, and I was the second day I was up, and I was laying on the floor looking at the ceiling, and it looked like I was staring down into the ocean of kelp. <laughs> the yeah. ceiling looked yeah. like it was like waving it, like it's kelp. Insane. Hallucinations. Like, yeah. All hallucinations. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. And no wonder. And people get so violent on that drug. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a, a guy who was a be- he was a beautiful kid. He was a, he was a really nice kid. Uh, he was a, I went through apprenticeship with him, and uh, he was on that stuff. He got on the crystal, and he was just so paranoid, and he ended up he ended up dying. He ended up hanging himself in mm-hmm. in, uh, in a holding cell. Yeah, yeah, it's ugly, man. Yeah, and, uh, it is. 
you know, I, I escaped the section. You know, I was still all tweaked out. You know, I like built some slippers and built, so built you, some shoes. I had a shower shoes with my sheet. So you escaped the section? Well, I what just ran. Right? It it's not hard to escape from Matt's. Oh, I just okay. ran. Okay. I, like, I was okay. saying bye to everyone. I'm like, what are you going to do? I'm leaving. You know, yeah. See you later. And I got into Gosnell. That's where I okay. went. Um, huh. And, uh, wow, so I, I didn't know that they had an unsecure. It's, it's locked, but it's not. It's locked, but there's a door. Yeah, that isn't. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, hey, it's where's that door that you can yeah. get out of? It's an alarm. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's an alarm. You run and you can try to get to where because they're trying to the not alarm. like stick everybody right. in jail. You right. know, yeah. When I, was I just there, was, was looking around, no one wanted to be there. I'm like, I ain't gotta be clean here. There's no way. Let yeah, me, yeah. I, I want to go to the resort. <laughs> Let's do this. And yeah, I had good intentions. <laughs> um, you know, and that's that's when my journey began. That was not. I was not um, beautiful. Yeah, I did. Um, I actually did. I moved down the Cape for a couple months. Um, I ended up relapsing again for a week, and then I went back to Gosnell. I did thirty days at the detox, right? Did thirty days at the detox, yeah. and was like, again, started planning. I have to figure out how to stay clean again. Like no bullshit, you know. Like like something has to change, and I got to figure out what it is right now. And I took it serious, man. And um, I made some like life altering changes that I needed to make, um, and I had to sacrifice in order to find some growth and some, you know, um, sustenance again, and yeah. find some kind of freedom again, you know. And uh, I'll tell you what, like I'm coming up on nine months, and um, it wasn't until about two months ago that I like the depression stopped. This one's been a rough one for me. Yeah, it's been really rough, but it's been worth it because now the good days are much more, so much more enjoyable. You know what right. I mean? Like, you you got to know what shitty days feel like so that you can measure the good ones. To, no one right. can show me a bad day. No. I say that I mean, you can't show me a bad day. You can't right. create right. a bad day that I can create because you know we just know. I know what devastation and destruction feels like. Yeah, you know. So even in the toughest of times, I could be on the pity party. I could start firing my blame thrower. I can, you know, I can. <laughs> blame do, I can <laughs> you know how it goes. Though, yeah. But, but deep breath, boom, like, dude. Think about this. You're doing all and, right, and it's yeah. The 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 perspective shifts. Right. You know your your perception changes, and it's like. You know, I've I've come to the point myself. It's like, not why is this happening? Mm. What am I to learn right. from this happening right. now? Yeah, you know, because it always should. You know, like I, I I had a pretty good blame thrower as well. <laughs> it's like, I I don't know what causes it, but I'm grateful for it. Right. You know, it, I I was around here for a very long time, not doing shit. Mm. You know, and I got to the point where I wasn't going to use, but I didn't want to be here no more. Right. You know. Oh, I and and I had all the stuff. I, I had all the stuff, you know. I, I was raising my son. I had a license, job, right. car registered and insured, like, but empty, you know. Right. And not going to tell anybody about it because no. I've been here for so long. Why? Too why would prideful. I tell somebody? Yeah, I ain't supposed to feel this way. Ego. Yeah, 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 pride yeah. and ego. Pride yeah. and ego. Yeah, yeah. What almost killed me. me. I should be further along. Than yes, I, you know, because I'm measuring my my. Re- recovery in my journey against other people right right you yeah. know Dude, I, I feel lot that of, uh, so much social media does that to you oh, yeah. oh yeah. it's oh, it's yeah. insane and that's the thing like you know you're measuring your normal days to everybody's highlight reels so it's right but their highlight reels are bullshit yeah you know like yeah. that someone gave me the best advice and this is when things started to turn around because i'm guilty i'd wake up i'd look at social media Fucking, you know, mm. just like <laughs> why, why? Why not me? And then yeah. it would not set me. the tone for my me, day. Me. Yep. The first half hour you wake up is the most vital. It's when it's 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 literally like, and I've and it's definitely science because I've started doing like some personal development. Some, you know, just, I don't look at my phone until I get to work now. Yeah, so in that first half hour, man, huh. my days are much better. You know, I still got bad things happen. Yeah, but I'm like. You know, again, it's like if you're able to play the tape back and you're able to, like, look at what a real bad day is mm. and look at the past, 
I've never went without. As long as I was doing the right thing for the right reasons at right. the right time, right. helping people, reaching out, being a service, being a good human a day at a time. Everything I never went without. I never to. went without. There were times when everything was against me. Yeah. Clean. How am I going to pay my bills? I always got them paid. <laughs> you know, it's and it's trying it it can be very difficult to to have that trust and that faith. But right. when you do, right. And something like that happens, like out of nowhere, everything get you, you should right. gets taken care of. You're like, why did I even? Why was I even questioning? Right, feelings why? pass, man. That's yeah. a real thing. That's right. like my biggest thing. I tell people, man, feelings pass. Feelings pass. Yeah. Right, you're gonna, dude. You're gonna be nothing right. is permanent. In fact, this is happening for a reason. Yeah, this is preparing you. This mm. is preparing. Good feelings well, pass. I like, I like uh, bad feelings pass. Like nothing's permanent. Nothing I forget, is permanent. I think, I think it was. I think it was Tony Robbins or somebody was talking about like. So, if you if you if you if you go through feelings, it's like exercise for your ability to handle feelings. Mm. You know right. what I mean? It's like right. you know you you exercise. It's like a practice. It's, it's, like, a, it's a practice. It's like a practice. You know, yeah. like. Because now that like I wake up without a pit in my stomach again for the last couple months, man, mm. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, I've had a plethora of terrible things happen to me since I've been clean. Engines go on my dump truck. You know, it's just like, you know, bit, you know, whatever, man. Emotional Life. stuff, Life. family stuff. Like it's Life. just like uh, compiled, right? But now you're looking at it like, okay, we're gonna got, be all right. Yeah, we're gonna be okay. There's I a reason. I can handle for this. this. I don't know what. Yeah, exactly. What am I to learn? Yeah. What am but I? How to do learn? I find that? A lot of time, it's it's. See the. This is my belief. Right, human connection. Mm. Human connection, man, is the answer, man. Like, you know, uh, for me, um, when I'm alone and start listening to the thoughts going on, and start mm. believing it, yeah, I'm in trouble. Right, when I'm okay. spitballing ideas off, a, off someone in recovery, or mm-hmm. I'm being involved, immersed in the middle of something productive and positive. Yes, that's how we maintain that positive mind state. And and you know, like, and I'm not, po- <laughs> I'm not positive all the time. Right, right. I'm not I'm anyone not. that says they are. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I might days, know, a co- I might know a moments. couple people that are pretty close to it, but like, dude, when I know. when I get when I get down, sometimes I'm just like, oh, here it is again. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's me too. It's like you know, I know this ain't the end of the world. I know you're gonna, I, I'm gonna try to fool myself and tell myself it's the end of the world, but it's it's again, and it'll be. Happy again, yeah. and it'll become again after you know. Because like you know, nothing's I'm not, not going to say that everything doesn't bother me. There's times when I'm presented with something and I get that initial like, <gasps> right, panic, <sighs> and then it's like, right, hold on, I know what I got to do here. Yeah. I got to breathe first of right. all. It's like that corny I, stuff, like ground. Make sure you're grounded. Yeah, you are where you feel. Yeah. You know, it's but that's Listen, real. That's I, I wake up now. I look at my phone to see what time it is or to shut my alarm off. I go in the bathroom, I take a shower, I end the shower with cold water, doing Wim Hof breathing. I've been doing that for almost two months now. Oh, you're still doing that? Yes. That's great. And, I, I, and I didn't like, I'm just oxygenating my body, like, big <laughs> right. time. And my girl and my daughter are like, That's what wild. the hell That's is awesome. he doing in there? Right. But <laughs> crank that shit to cold, man. And it's like, I don't even feel the cold water. Mm. And, and, like, the the... Things that used to bother me, like right off rip. Right. Okay. And That's then I'll so get to special, work. Man. I get to That's work. like when you can get there. Yeah. It's huge, man, it, because it was the smallest thing. Motherfucker, it took me almost 18 years to get here. <laughs> took me almost yeah. 18 years. The what smallest the? things were the things that kept us trapped. Yeah. This like That's cycle right. of, it was never anything really huge. It was just like, yeah. oh, what he said or what they did or, mm-hmm. you know. If, I, think it's a, I think it's so valuable to realize the, uh, the unpermanence. It's not permanent. You know what I mean? The, the feeling. Right. That right. feeling. Nothing is anger. permanent. Look at this. Here I am angry again. I'm driving. I'm angry again. I'm pissed off at this one yeah. and that one. It's me, the, it's, it's the asshole. This is like a fucking groundhog. It's like a repeat of something that's already happened. Right. And, you know, it'll, it'll happen again. You know. Mm. We're all fallible. You yeah. know, like my thing is like passive aggressiveness. I am an expert at being passive aggressive. And I'm yeah. trying to work on it. Yeah. Especially with my employees. It's just like, 
you know, I'm just like they'll do something, and I'm just like, you know, I don't know, man. It's I'm guilty. You can't, of it. That's I'm that's you know what that is. I I believe, and I I do it too, and not so much as I used to, but I think it's a lack of ability to express yourself because you want to say everything that's in your mind, but you really can't can't bring it all to words yeah. that you oh, can yeah, explain without, without being like. So you're just like, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 You know well, that I mean? looks good. Yeah, nice job. Yeah. Well, that looks good. Yeah, yeah. You haven't been working for me for four years. <laughs> but that's the stuff I say, and it's right. just yeah. normal. But I, but at least I'm aware of it, right? So yeah. I'm like trying to change it. That's and, all um, we can do, bro. And that's that's, all we can that's do. another thing this time around, man. Is I'm trying to look at those things more because it's those small things that add up in the grand scheme of things that either prevent me from finding recovery and being the best version of myself. Or sending me backwards into a spiral, into, right. into yeah. a relapse that yep. could end my life. Right. Because I'm blessed to be here. And, and there's no doubt about that. It's it's all in how you look at what's happening. Right. You know? Yeah, like sometimes. It could end your life. That's you know, it. we're looking at it from here, and it's like, what the fuck? But you just step off to the side and be like, oh. all right. Yeah. That, that, that looks a little different. Yeah, from a little perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so crazy. You step that, back and try to get a bigger picture. Right. You know? Right. I couldn't see the beauty of the forest because the ugliness of some of its trees. Mm. You know, it's fucking crazy. So um, another good one. Yeah, we're we're right there at about an hour now. Awesome. So, but you're also even on your profile says entrepreneur. What's been going on? Oh man, been doing some stuff. Yeah, doing some stuff, man. I'm just you know multiple streams of income this day these days. This day and age is like very it's vital. Very yeah, it's very important. Listen. And you have to do it. You, we can't afford to live. It's hard to, it don't matter if you have your own business. Have, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. I struggle still, man. As a business owner, right? I struggle because mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, the state of Massachusetts doesn't make it much easier for us, right? Because right. it's like the taxes and everything else, but the things that go wrong, the overhead. So I've had an open mind to stuff like this, yep. right? And um, you know, people aren't really. Um, scared of making money online. They're scared of what they have to do to make money online, right? And yes. um, <laughs> like you know, I said earlier, <laughs> right? So you know, I'm getting involved with some, you know, digital, um, you know, digital. I don't know what the word you want to say for it is. Uh, it's a it's digital business, right? We got platforms, educational systems that are yep. designed to help people make money in their spare time without well ever having to talk to another soul, right? Right? Because most people don't want to talk to people. Yeah, you don't want to try and come up with a sales right. pitch. You don't want to, right. you know what I mean? Because yeah, so. you see those guys coming and you're like, oh, fuck. You want to go right. the other way. So it's it's just real different. It's yeah. real different um, because, like, you know, uh, that's not my speed. I'm not a salesy type guy. I yeah. don't want to be, an, I don't, I'm very con- self con Like, I don't want to be annoying to you. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't want to keep banging on your door and saying, hey, buy my Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> or my what the whitening toothpaste thing? Yeah, oh right. My God, I wasn't even involved in that. No one even offered it to me, but it aggravated me. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, that can't but, be bad for you. And that's the thing. Like, there's so many people out there that are working like nine to fives, regular jobs, right. struggling, struggling. And man. there is multiple opportunities out there. Right, and man. like a lot of people, like you see all this stuff. You go on, you go on social media. These ads pop up and. You think they're bullshit. Some of them are, but some of them are legit. Right. Like you can have, you can go on like Walmart or or Amazon, and and it says job opportunities. Right. If you click on that, they can explain to you like you can open up your own little store on Amazon. You have or kids. on Walmart. You have kids right now yeah. making more money than both their parents on Instagram. Right on, you know, on YouTube. Toys Listen. Ryan's Toys Review. <laughs> Seven. Million, My daughter watches million. that. That kid. That kid is loaded. He's got what, eight million followers. See, and he's just like a, you know, the kids love so, him. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just playing with toys. So that as your baseline, right? Yeah. Look at the world we live in. Consumers, this. consumers. Right. Everything is right here. Right. Your whole life can be right here. Yeah. And if you want to make your life easier, you know, you know, like uh, so. Yeah, that's basically what it is, man. It's it's. Um, and if anyone wants to know about that, you can hit yeah, him up. Yeah, contact me, man. I'll talk to you more about yeah, it. It's, he's tagged it's in the exciting, post. Exciting, man. Like helping a lot of people, saving a lot of people. To yeah. be honest, especially in the holiday seasons. Yeah, man. it's tough. Um, we have a re-commerce course. It's like it's 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 very exciting, man. Like it's it's literally just buying low, selling high, uh, getting items locally. Um, yep. We know you know what price to sell them at. You know where to get them. You know uh, we know what's selling online, so your shit sells immediately. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's pretty exciting stuff, dude. Yeah. And, and so. So, yeah, hit me up, man. I'm, I'm here to help anyone. Man. And, it, you know, we, we've we've moved past one point of the Bermuda Triangle for alcoholics and addicts. Right. The, the holidays. 
Right. Um, you know, and, and if anyone's out there struggling, mm. you know, hit us up on here. If anyone wants to come on and, and share your story with us, please, we ask people yeah, to, to reach us. out to us all the time. Yeah. Um, if there's know, anybody who knows someone who wants to be a part of the team with a, in, a, in a tech uh you know, uh, capacity. Yeah, we could really use some some help. And 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 you know, like we've said before, this isn't just for addicts and alcoholics. Like it, we, we've had people on here that are not addicts and alcoholics, but they've been affected by addiction. Right. So if that's your story, or you know someone that that's their story, first responders, t- people in treatment, professionals, whatever, reach out to us, and, and we'll be glad to you know set you up so you can come on. Mm-hmm. And uh, we appreciate Paul coming on and. Thanks, you know, guys. Thanks for having me. Sharing some experience, strength, and hope. Man. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you all. Peace. Peace. Peace.